Blog Talk Radio. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Hey, good eye, mate. <laughs> Galen Patterson. Yeah, he's a little fruity today, right? Fruit punch, if you're thinking about it. But anyway, this program is sponsored by Pay for Pay Bonsel, the number one drug free sponsorship foundation in the world. Yeah, that sounds so smooth, doesn't it? Well, anywho, if oh, you wow. are a drug athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on, and possibly be got something stuck in your knickers, but anyway, <laughs> and a vehicle to drive your boat back what does arrive. <laughs> like a Mack truck through ice cream, not to be confused with something stuck in your knickers. <laughs> it's such a sticky wicket when you think about it. Check us out at pvvmuscle.com. And now, Desiree, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. I'm still stuck on niggas. What on earth? What on earth? Is that what they say, all of our friends in Australia? Is that what you call them, or knickers? No. Now I know my husband. My husband has a pair of those new workout pants that only go to the knee, and I call those his knickers. Is that what we're talking about? We can go there. We can go there. <laughs> oh, shoot. I like his knickers. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many of you out there are following the latest fashion trends for workout wear, but, uh, you know, they, they come up with a few different things every once in a while, other than your basic shorts, your basic tank tops that, you know, other than swapping out the pissy sayings that are on the tank tops. They have some few designs in there. And with that being said, I've been working on a show for a while uh, trying to bring some uh, workout fashion gurus on the show. So I think that will be great now that we're talking about the knickers and, I don't know, get a sense for where everything is going in uh, gym fashion. So, hey, you know, good good, good thought there, Kayla. I like your choice of words. Thank you. You didn't even know what you were starting when you threw that out, did you? I had no idea. No idea. No idea. That's a lie, Kaylin. It just doesn't roll off like that's a lie. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not quite the same. It's not quite the same, but. Can you guys tell it's spring or just a little giddy? We're just so happy the sun is out and we don't have to be cooped up indoors anymore. So awesome. Very good. But anyway, anyway, I digress. We've carried on long enough. Let's get to the getting of what we are here to the get to the got of the getting, if that makes sense to you. I think I'm following that. I know, I know. So with that being said, we have another spectacular guest tonight. And you know, you always know it's going to be a good show. Well, every show is good. But when it's a bikini girl, it's especially going to be a good show. And, yeah, I'm biased. I'm biased. I'm going to be the first to admit it. I will admit it. And I've said it before, bikini girl at heart, it's, you know, it's just that love that is there for the class. Not that I don't love all the classes, but I have it is real. I just, I have a special spot, a special spot in it for, you know, my co 
bikini sisters out there. So with that being said, we have with us tonight one of the newest bikini pros to hit the scene. Her name is Jackie Watts. Jackie, say hello to everyone in listener land and tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Jackie Watts. Um, I am from Big Rapids, Michigan, a super tiny town in the middle of the Mitten State. Um, I actually just started competing this past June. Um, I had some living arrangements fall through and found myself unemployed for about a month and just randomly decided to compete. I needed a goal. I needed something to focus on. Um, I had been kind of working out and helping out at a gym here in town, and um, he was my boss essentially kind of kept trying to talk me into it the whole time I worked here. And finally I was like, you know what, I don't have anything going on. I need a goal, um, so let's do it. So I jumped in uh, last summer, and I did my first uh, bikini competition in September. Um, that was with UFE, and it was probably one of the most terrifying things I've ever done. Um, stepping on stage in a bikini, not knowing what to expect at all, is, it's, it's pretty scary, especially coming from someone who is pretty shy. Uh, so I made it through there. I ended up getting fifth out of, I want to say, um, sure, I feel like at least 15 competitors. And then I got talked into doing this show that I just finished up here in April um, at one of my good friends here at the gym, just got two world titles uh, this past fall with UFE, and he talked me into competing. He wanted to train me, um, so we decided to go for it, and I started the end of January, and then finished up here just this last weekend and managed to get my pro card, took first place, and now I'm officially a pro, so that's how I kind of ended up here in the fitness world. Well, congratulations. Thank yeah, you. Congratulations for sure. I mean, that, that's, it's not an easy feat, especially when you consider uh, Mayhem Production. I mean, he he really brings. I, well, first, since we're talking about Mayhem Production, goodie bag. Yes. Talk to me. Um, the the organizations are are very different. Um, I enjoyed both, but I really like the Mayhem um, Production just because I feel like it's just really about the competitors. Um, he's really in it for the sport. I mean, you can just feel, like, the love and that he's there just to, to support us competitors being there. It's it's not really about, you know, making a buck or anything. He just – he really wants to focus on the sport and, and, and make it fun for us. I mean, even just our, like, our little goodie bags that we got, just walking in, I got a bottle of wine with my little. name on it, which was really, really impressive to me. <laughs> so, no, no um, I mean, <laughs> what's that? I said little goodie bag. <laughs> it looked what's like you got the whole <laughs> <laughs> well, just competing alone, we got, like, a good-sized bag. We got like, three T-shirts and a bunch of shakers. And like I said, that bottle of wine with my name on it is kind of, like, it's my pride yes. and joy right now. It's going to sit on a awesome. shelf for a while. And then um, winning, I got uh, just a, a ginormous bag, and I got a sword, which everyone's really amazed with this sword that I got. Um, so he just he really took, to, took care of the competitors. Yeah, There's so, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm like... I'm, I'm jelly of the sword too. That's 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 eluding me. I I I need one of those in my in my life one of these days. Hey, I know. There, I there should be a Midwest it Parcel Pop. Like <laughs> Got to get you in my life. I know. Taylor and I are both are wanting some sword action in our life somewhere. <laughs> yeah, everyone needs yes. one to hang up. 
I know, I know. But you can't oh, have just wow. one. You have to have at least two. I mean, how do you decorate? You got to go back for more. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Fair. Yeah, they got to like crisscross, right. right? Or you got to be able to have sword fights and stuff. Oh. Yes. Got to go back All for another one, stuff. I guess. Then. Mm-hmm. All of that good stuff. Yes. <laughs> All right, all right, guys. I'm so, I apologize. We are kind of silly tonight, but it, it's real. If you don't have sword envy, you just don't know what you're missing. I don't know of a competitor right. that doesn't want a sword. There are a lot of beautiful trophies out there, no doubt, and even Jack Halverson at, with his NGA USA Championships, he's got a Thor anvil. So, I mean, there are all sorts of cool um, you know, trophies out there, but for me, I just want a sword. And Joe Perez, you've heard Kaylin and I talking about it, but his swords, they're all original. He has them registered. Nobody ever wins the same one twice. So, you know, it's just one of those things. It's one of those things that, um, yeah, that just haunts my dreams sometimes. Um, Camilla wants to know. It does. It does. And so, and Camilla wants to know if the swords are as heavy as they look. And I don't know. Actually, I never won one, so was. I haven't got to hold one. Oh, here we go. What did you say, Jackie? Yeah. It actually was pretty heavy. Um, so the sword is like the first thing they give to you, and I was just in shock. I kind of swung it around a couple times. They joked I was going to hit somebody in the face with it, so that was kind of embarrassing. But then um, they gave you all this other stuff, and so I was trying to, like, carry everything off the stage, and I was like, oh, oh never mind. I'll just, I'm going to drag this heavy sword off first, and you guys can just follow me with the rest. So it actually was quite a bit heavier than I expected it to be. It's pretty legit, and it's solid. Okay, and then so Camilla's follow-up question is if they are sharp, which I imagine they are. I mean, they're real. Um, I mean, it's not too bad. It's not like I think I didn't cut myself or anyone else on it, so it's, it's at least safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. Now, That's now, it. So, we asked that. Because uh, I, I know that Joe Perez, like like Des uh, was saying, and I know Lisa doesn't done, done the same. They make sure they're as authentic as possible. They're not replicas. Mm-hmm. But they're not like I'll, I'll throw that out there because uh, these guys aren't uh, playing around when they take care of the athletes. They they really have the athlete in mind, and that's a blessing for anybody who's backstage. And I'm sure it's even more so for the one who actually wins one. <laughs> I know. It's going to come. It's going to come. One day. It's going to come. One day. One day. So, so I digress. Enough about my sword envy. But So, Jackie, yeah. I'm going to back, back up a couple of steps here to um, when you were sharing your story with us earlier about how you got started in competing, and you had shared mm-hmm. that um, – you know, you had lost your job, you were looking for a goal, um, and that, you know, you had lots of great encouragement, and voila, there you were. But I have to think that you were already lifting or in an atmosphere um, where someone would even make that recommendation to you. So had you already been, you know, on a on a fitness and wellness journey before this point, or did you just pick up and start lifting right then and there? background was pretty athletic. I mean, going through high school and everything, I, I played a lot of sports. Um, and then after I graduated, I 
I dabbled a little bit in like CrossFit and, you know, I, I stayed fairly active. Um, it also just so happened that I was working at a tanning salon that purchased the business or was purchased by a gym. Um, so there was a couple of years though that I was working the tanning salon and the gym. So I was always in the gym atmosphere. And then, uh, my boss kept trying to talk me into it. And at the time I wasn't really like mentally in that state where I really wanted to, you know, do the whole diet and stop going out and all that kind of thing. So I kept kind of blowing them off. And then, like I said, that point kind of came in my life where I just, I needed, I needed something to focus on. So I said, all right, let's do it. So I, I got a lot of support from him and, um, he was really what introduced me into the whole, the whole competing side of it. So I've had a lot of support from him. Um, and the gym's called Beagle Fit, and his name's John Beagle. So I, I got a lot from him. And then um, there's a girl here named Caitlin, and she helps with all my posing and everything. So I really have just a great gym family who's been supportive and been able to teach me and, and hold my hand basically through the whole process. All right, very cool. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a quick pick stop here. We've got several questions rolling in about the Michigan Roar itself. Um, Greg is wanting to know, if the Michigan Roar is a new show or has it been promoted before, he says, I feel I've heard something about, um, I've heard about something natural in that area in the past. So, Greg, you would be correct. Um, this is actually the second year that the Michigan Roar has been in action. So it's new to the state, but uh, according to its promoters, Leaf and Stephanie Anderson, it's picking up a ton of momentum and support. So um, in Leaf's word, his, in his own words, he says, mark my words, Michigan natural bodybuilding is going to be huge. So I would say um, at the rate that Mayhem Productions is growing and expanding that I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see more from the Andersons in that state and if uh, additional promoters jump on board. So it's virtually an untapped area for Natties, but, uh, you know, a presence has been started, and it's sounding like it's, uh, it's moving in the right direction. And then uh, James has asked if Leaf and Stephanie plan to do swords at all of their Mayhem-promoted shows. And, uh, James, the jury on that is out. Um, trophies will vary but uh, Leaf and Stephanie say that nothing will ever be missed at any of their events, so you can expect something. Uh, they always make sure their competitors um, are able to add to their arsenal, um, and this is their call to arms for their Natty Nation. So, you know, just keep your eyes out. Right now, swords, who knows what the next phenomenal thing will be. Still could be a sword. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. And if you're really curious, get your buns in the gym and get ready to compete at a Mayhem production show and see what uh, you can be bringing home. So uh, there we have it. Hopefully that answers your questions. (laughs) Ah, Shoot, here's your call to action. The Andersons say, suit up, Natty Nation, a revolution is coming. And uh, I believe it. I believe it. So, folks, better get ready. Better get ready. All right. So now back to our star at hand for tonight, Jackie Watts. Um, Gail is wanting to know, Jackie, stepping on stage, how nervous were you? Oh, my goodness. Um, My first show last September, I thought I was going to pass out before I stepped on stage. Um, And I actually hit my T-walk so fast, I don't remember a second being on stage. 
Um, but I knew coming into this second show, <laughs> yeah, I blacked out. Like, I don't remember any of it. But um, I knew coming back that I, I needed to slow it down. Um, and so that's what I, I really worked on, making sure that I practiced my tea walk slow. And so I was standing back there for, like, the whole hour, the first hour I went on stage, just practice, 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 practice. And then just before I stepped on stage, I just took a breath, and I just hit it, and I went for it. And, I mean, it goes so fast that you don't really have a ton of time to think about it. Um, but, I, I, you know, I still made it through. I slowed it down, but I, at least I, I kept it a little together better than I did in that first show. But I think it's, it's almost impossible to, to kick all of those jitters before you go out there. Oh, true. I mean, and I only laugh because I can relate. Slowing it down during my tea walk is one of the things that I still struggle with all this time. I don't know what it is about that darn tea walk, but I just <laughs> get out, get it, it over you. with, and get off stage. So I uh, I have to work on yep. that myself. Um, our next question is from Sam, and she is asking, on the dark days of prep, what keeps you grounded and motivated? Uh, well, this last prep, um, my team, I had a phenomenal coach this time around, and um, he, even though we butted heads a few times, I could text him, and I would be like, all right, I'm quitting. There is cheese sticks sitting in front of me, and I'm going to eat one. I'm going to do it right now. I'm done. <laughs> and he would text me and be like, don't do it. You know, we've, we've, we're six weeks in, you got four weeks left, like, you're you're going to be fine, you're doing great, you're looking amazing, and I would kind of debate it out with him for a little bit, I'd be like, nope, I really want those cheese stick bread, or red sticks, and he'd be like, don't do it, so, I mean, those times that I was, like, really down and out, <laughs> I would text my coach, and he would be like, listen, we've come this far, we're, we're going for first, don't give up now, so he, he really pulled me through it. <laughs> All right, awesome, awesome. Our next question is from Linda, and she's asking, how much weightlifting do you do in prep, and how heavy were you lifting? Oh, man. I mean, we we lift uh, pretty much every day. I would try to go as many days in a row as I could and then take a rest day when I really needed it. On average, we did about six days of weightlifting, and then I was averaging, you know, probably about 20 minutes of cardio every day. And then to start out, my my PRs were going up pretty quickly. Um, I was lifting a decent amount of weight for my size, but then as you get closer, they really start to cut back when you kind of start to cut your carbs and everything. You get a little weaker. So it's it's kind of hard to gauge exactly how high my weights have gone up um, just because I did get a little weaker at the end. But, I mean, we were moving quite a bit of weight for a bit there, so it's kind of cool to see. That's right. Bikini girls lift heavy. Don't doubt it. Yes, I, we do. I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. Oh, go ahead, Galen. No, what I was going to say is, is uh, you know, that if, if, if any class and category has grown by leaps and bounds, it would be bikini because it has morphed into something more suitable to what people have an, an understanding about the different classes and everything else. And uh, so the, the, when the women are down there lifting, I, I'm I'm sure, well, I've actually seen for myself where they put a lot of guys to shame or had them step their game up big time. And, and you know, that I'm quite familiar with seeing guys almost injure themselves trying to keep up with some of these women <laughs> just because they're so ashamed of being outpaced and outworked. So, you know, look, that's a myth now. It used to be... Uh, something that people would question, 
But now that we've got the the, the bikini ranks growing, and, and and I do mean growing because they're they're getting very uh, very large in, in numbers and also in their physiques and, and stature. So don't don't fake the fuck on them. These ladies are coming with an intent to destroy, and they just look really good doing it. And there you have it. <laughs> Woo-hoo. All right. Our next question is from Brenda. And she's asking, uh, being at a show close to home, is there more pressure to win from your support group? I don't. I wouldn't say more pressure. I would say more support. Um, if, when you're closer to home, a lot more people show up because they can. It's close by. They can make it. Um, I mean, it's it's almost more exciting to have it close to home because you've got your your whole family there. Like I feel like half of my gym family showed up for the last show, which is. It's really cool, especially with um, where this last show was. The stage is a little smaller, so I could actually see out in the crowd. So I could see my whole gym family there and my coaches. And um, I had my, my one posing coach. She kept making hand gestures at me the whole time. And you know, that kind of made me laugh and helped me relax on stage. So I, I definitely wouldn't say it's more pressure. It's, it's You just feel more love and support coming out of the crowd, which is really cool. And, you know, I'm going to share. I mean, that's important. And so I just really want to encourage any of you out there, I mean, even if you don't know someone who's competing and there's a natural bodybuilding show close to you, please go go, please go and support it and cheer for everyone on stage because I think that makes all the difference. If you pay attention to the athletes who have active supporters in the crowd, because sometimes they have friends and family that come, and they're, I don't think they're quite sure what the rules are. Can they cheer? Can they clap? Can they hoot and holler? And then they're awfully quiet, but you watch the ones who have a more vocal support base in the audience, and they just seem to beam and shine all the brighter. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, if you don't have someone in the crowd, you you won't win or you can't perform, you know, at the highest level and, and, you know, do very well. But you can just really see how important it is to the athletes to have that support out in the audience. So I would really encourage folks to to go and support the sport, whether you know anyone on stage or not. Kalen? Yeah, I, I'd like to add to that because, you know, it, it is growing and, and the sport is is very well done. And now we have promoters that actually promote their shows as well as the competitors that attend them. So it, it's going in a very good direction. But one thing that I will always say, and that can piggyback this and basically back me up on this one, is that there's an energy at the live shows that you will not feel yep. in the pictures or any kind of video. It, it's mm-hmm. something totally different. And I, I would go back to when we were in Kansas City, and just when the men's physique class, pro class, came out on stage, it was just such an energy because all the guys were looking so phenomenal. And you can't get that in a picture. I mean, you'll say, well, you know, all oh, this group looks nice. But when that when they stepped on stage, there was just a presence in that building that was just, you, you can't, I mean, we were just, everything, every remark was basically in awe of what was happening. And until you attend a live show, all you understand is what we're saying and not the energy that we actually felt. And I'm telling you, it's something to behold, and it's great. It's a great, great feeling, especially when you have people in your corner because there's all kinds of doubts. We are in competition. We are being judged, and we do have our doubts, and we just don't know how things are going to go. 
But it's nice to hear those little words and shouts of encouragement. Let me tell you. Yes. Yes. Without a doubt. 100% everything he said. And, you know, I definitely think you heard that coming through in the sentiments that Jackie just shared with us, and or at least that's what I took away from her comment. So it is, mm-hmm. it is so important. I don't know that we've ever really talked about that, but I would just like to encourage each and every one of you listening that, you know, that's just another way to help build up and support the sport and the athletes. Whether you know someone or you don't, go show them some love and cheer them on um, because it really does make a difference. Um, our next question is from Daniel, and uh, Jackie, he's wondering if you're going to be doing another show this year, or is there time off in your future? Oh, man. Actually, um, I was going to take a long break if I hadn't won this show, but since I won, um, it was our my coach and my goal to compete together. Um, so we are, I get a few weeks off here and then we're both prepping the same time to compete again in September at the Michigan Natural Bodybuilding Championships. So we are, we're looking at September right now. So we should start prep, uh, here in the middle of June, I think. All right. Uh, So that'll be exciting. So you're a pro show and then you're going to be on there with your coach. Well, if you feel like you're ready early, the show Kaylin is referencing is the P4P undefeated competition that's going to be in Ho-Chunk, Ho-Chunk? <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> the Ho-Chunk Casino in Wisconsin Dell. So Ho-Chunk? you can you can kind of oh, look okay. at that. But uh, um, Gabriella is saying, hearing your name called when you were, I will say, you know, when you won your class and then the overall winner, explain that feeling. Shock. It was absolute shock. Um, I was standing up there with the last three girls, and Leith actually kind of paused in between in between saying the second place uh, girl. And when he said it, I kind of, like, looked at her, and I looked at the other girl next to me, and I was like, did I just get laughed? And I, like, looked out in the crowd, and my coach was, like, standing and jumping, and I was, like, holy cow, I just got first place. Did that really just happen? And then Lisa, like, said my name, and then it was just, like, <laughs> it was shock. I, like, walked up and got the sword and didn't know what to do with my hands, and just, it was it was so much excitement and relief, and, and it was just a proud moment for me because I could look out and I could see all my coaches sitting there and my boyfriend sitting there, and everyone was just so excited because everyone had just been pumping me up to get me there, and it was it was just so cool. It was such a it was such an exciting feeling. It was awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Now I have a question for you and um I would like for you to share with us what being a natural athlete means to you as an individual. Um what are some of the positives that you've taken away from taking on this sport? Okay. Um you know, it, you, just, you walk out of the gym proud of yourself. Um, you don't always see, you know, a gain every day, but when and when you start to see them, it's you just are so proud of yourself. Um, it makes every day exciting and new, and um, it, it's it's just fun to watch your progress. You accomplish things that you never imagined you thought you were going to. So whether that means you finally back squatted 135 pounds, or maybe you, um, you know, you lifted a 25 pound dumbbell or maybe just stepping a toe on stage. You're just, you're constantly always beating new, 
new goals and, and, and then setting new ones for yourself. So it's just it's something you always get to keep working for, and then you just get to be proud of yourself every day. Um, so I, it's why I really kept up with it. it. It it gives me something to look forward to every day, and then to be able to walk into the gym and, and have my family and my support here. So I can forget about anything that's going on at work or at home, and I can just come in here and I can lift and um, just have those small feats every day. So that's why I why I love what I do. All right, very good. Um, taking a step back to when you were talking about how you felt when you heard your name called on the stage um, that you had won. Gabriella has a follow-up question, and she's wanting to know, how did you personally personally think you had placed before you had found out that you won? Oh, goodness. I don't know that I even, like, thought about, like, number-wise, like, where I was. Um, but I know that after walking off the quarter turns and watching some of the other girls, there was a couple girls who were – so confident and relaxed on stage that I was like, holy smokes, there's no way I beat those girls. Like, there's no way that I looked that relaxed on stage. So, I, you know, I, I think I thought I, I did all right, so maybe like top three, but I didn't have a specific number in my head. I just kind of, I, I really didn't think that I took first at all. I walked away in our break, and I was like, oh, man, I just bombed. I totally bombed it. And then I, I got to see, like, my team and everything, and they're like, it's great. And I was like, there's no way. Like, did you guys see how scared I was? And they were like, no, you look confident on stage, so um, yeah, I definitely didn't think that I was going to walk away first. <laughs> well, and then it was a surprise, so that's awesome. It was. Um, Dana is wanting to know, without your, support, without your support group, how far would you have gotten in terms of competing at this recent show? I'm going to be honest, I probably would not have made it fully to my prep. <laughs> um I, I had a really hard time getting mentally into this show after the first one. Um, the first one really kicked my butt. I didn't really want to eat any chicken. I didn't want any more vegetables. Um, so when I finally <laughs> hit the ground running, I, I, I hit it really quick and really hard. In my first couple of weeks, I was like, got it. I'm going to be, I'm going to do this great. I'm not going to have one cheat meal. It's going to be awesome. And I got three weeks into it and somebody busted out a pizza and I was texting my coach. I was like, oh. nah, I don't really want to do this. <laughs> I was like, that pizza looks really good, so I'm not really sure I'm going to make it. So without my team, I probably would have quit like three weeks in. I'm like, never mind, there's next year. I'll figure it out later. Um, so they they definitely held my hand and pushed me through it. Very awesome. Kaylin, did you want to jump in? Yeah, I, I wanted to jump in about the, the, the placings because, you know, a lot of people get that misunderstood, especially uh, if they're not at the show or the event you know, to see it alive and firsthand. And I was just thinking back to a time when I was competing and, you know, I really thought I placed well and I was so happy because, you know, this is at that time one of my best physiques that I brought. And I was so elated. And I, I really went and asked the judges, you know, I, I was like, dude, what what did you miss? You know, I'm, I'm kind of pissed off and, and, and mad at the world. And he just basically was so nice and so cordial but so blunt. And he's like, there was two poses we called, and you missed them. You know, I think one was the front double by, and I did a lat spread. And then there was another one where I just basically bombed and just mentally spaced out, and I don't know what I did. And he reminded that to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, that would uh, cause in some bad placing. So, you know, we, we, we can complain, we can say things, but we really don't know until basically the, the, the score is tab- uh, tabulated. 
some things you can do better and uh, until you actually win, but there's never a person to blame other than what you should have brought better. And I'm sure there's plenty of people that would say, you know, hey, I should have done better. And, yeah, I, I was one of them at a time, but I learned to just shut my mouth and be more humble and definitely understand that uh, it's a lot of work to this, and sometimes we do have turnovers in, like any other sport, and they do cost the game sometimes. Yes? Yeah, no, I I would concur. You know, sometimes you think you did really well and the results don't come back that way, and then you do better than what you thought, and you're just you know, ecstatic okay. and uh, immensely blessed. So sometimes it is really hard to tell how you did. Um, but it's just one of those things because you can't see everyone side by side up on stage to really know how everyone is coming across. So it can, it can be pretty hard. Um, Sheila's next on deck and she's asking, how do you plan to change your prep to compete as a pro? (laughs) Um, probably cheat a little less if you ask my coach. Um, like I said, the first, <laughs> first couple of weeks I did really good. I didn't I didn't cheat at all. Um, but towards the end, the chocolate started to look really good. I work in a place where um, oh, I, I work in an eye care, and so when glasses get shipped back to us from the lab, they send little candies, and I was constantly stealing the little candies out of the boxes just to have a little bit of sugar. Um, <laughs> you probably try to cut back a little bit on my cheating. Um, and each show, I mean, I'm sure everyone says that, but each show you, you get a little bit better. You learn, you know, more things. And my first one, I, I eyeballed a lot of stuff. I didn't really weigh anything. I didn't count macros. I kind of just went, you know, by my fist kind of proportion sort of thing. Um, this last time I learned to count my macros, but I still wasn't, like, super accurate. So my goal for the next prep is going to be to be a lot closer to the macros that I'm supposed to have and actually weigh my food and, and plan ahead a little bit more instead of winging it most of the time. So, um, like I said, you learn something new every single time you get a little bit better. So this time I'm going to try to be a little more accurate and, and probably eat a little less chocolate if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> but only if you have to. So only if I have to. You know? <laughs> if I'm coming in oh, good, I think I should be able to like a little candy bar too. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, shoot. All right. I can't even say anything about that. I guess everything in moderation. I've been known to have a cookie, at least one, during a prep every now and again. So sometimes it just helps you keep your sanity. (laughs) Yep, cookie. Yeah. Yeah, hashtag hashtag, uh, Mr. Donuts over there. Um, Okay, here we go with Brenda. Hey, I'm moving on. I'm moving on to Brenda's question. She's asking, with the show... Um, okay, when a promoter does, how am I wording this? Um, when a promoter treats its athletes like the Andersons did at the Roar, would you recommend it for other competitors? Absolutely. Um, I think everybody just wants to be appreciated in general and know that they're competing um, with a production that it just really supports their competitors um so i you know i absolutely recommend leaf and um this uh, company uh you just you just feel the love and the support the whole time you're there you don't ever feel uncomfortable or you know pushed out of the way or like your thoughts don't matter it just it's it's everyone's there to support and, and love so i definitely recommend it gotcha 
Well, and you know, when you hear good things about a show from multiple athletes, you almost have to go check it out for yourself and see if the hype is for real. And more times than not, especially with Anderson shows, um, you will find that it is. Um, Our next question is from Steph, and she's wondering, what is your toughest body part to improve? Uh, um, Hers (laughs) are her glutes. Um, uh, Mine are my bat wings. My triceps, like, that's where I hold a lot of my fat. One of the first times I did my body fat percentage, um, John Beagle, the owner of the gym, was like, girl, you're holding all your fat in your bat wings. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Now, your bat wings, when you're talking about your bat wings, what exactly are you referring to? Because some of our listeners (laughs) might not be familiar. Uh, my triceps, so the back of my arm okay. is right. I tend to <laughs> hold on to a lot more fat. <laughs> I always joke, I was like, I'm going to fly away one day. So that is my, uh, my number one focus, I think, this time, is to burn a little more fat back there. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it's tough because we all know you can't spot improve. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you really have to work um, your whole, you really have to work your whole body and hope that, you know, the work you're putting in is going to hit the areas that you're hoping to improve. And Steph, I feel your pain. My glutes were always difficult, um, and they still are. They're not quite where I want them to be, but a harder part of my body to bring in. And then also leaning out my legs, some of the two more difficult areas that uh, I have to work extra hard on. Kalen? Yeah, now this is a, a, a tricky one because <clears throat> being being a personal trainer, I've seen two types of good gainers and, and you know, just to run the mill for the hard gainers, that everyone's got a tough body part. But a lot of people confuse the body part they love to work as far as the body part that's just blessed by genetics. And sometimes they mm-hmm. do coincide and sometimes they don't. And so, you know, this is a, a good question. I, I hadn't thought about that until uh, Dad had said it, and then it started to make more sense as to what the question was being asked. And this is one of those things where, you know, there's certain body parts that we just love to just, to just do. As soon as you get to the gym, we're happy. You almost can hear the heaven's angels singing because we're so happy to be in the gym. And then there's that old darn gosh shucks oh, man, here we go, God give me help. Uh, you know, you got the, the priest, we've got the exorcist priest, we've got everybody coming out <laughs> basically to make sure that this happens. And then there's that body part that's just genetically blessed, and, 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 and we just, you know, no matter what we do, sneeze, you cough, and it seems like there's a new uh, defined body part on the body part that works well for us. And, and and those are great things to have, but like Des is saying, in, unless you bring a total package basically working on the hard stuff as well as the easy stuff and the parts we like to do, it does show on stage. And I am uh, I, I can't say it enough, and I'm sure Dez can't either, and I'm sure Jack can't either. It, it's just plenty of times where we see people that go above and beyond on a body part that's good for them or they like to do. But it's those hard training areas that make the difference on stage. And it, it stands out. Trust me, you might think you can hide it, but the stage hides nothing. It exposes everything you've done right and everything you did wrong. Yeah, and the only thing that I would add to that, I know we're going off a little bit of a tangent, but, um, you know, in your form, 
plays a big part in that as well. If, if you have a body part that, as Kaylin was saying, is just naturally gifted, it's going to respond regardless of what you do, and you throw bad form on top of that, you're going to find yourself or those muscles taking over the body part you're actually trying to improve because they just, they're just going to respond. That's just the way they are. Um, you know, sometimes you find people are, are trying to work on shoulders and they're bringing their traps into play because their traps mm-hmm. just love it, but their form is not correct for the shoulder, so a different part of the body is taken over. So you also will see some of that as well. So I would just throw <clears throat> in work all body parts. Um, don't show favoritism. Just really love the ones that you love and yep. just make up your mind to pretend to love the ones that you don't, but work them all equally and oh pay goodness. attention to your form. Oh, my yep. goodness. <laughs> and no. pay attention to You're your just, form. Love and and then it, love it's your... all going to work. It, yes, it's all going to work itself out in the end. It might take a little bit longer. Um for some parts than others, but, you know, as long as you're consistent, you're going to get there. And those hard body parts are going to come right along, come right along with you. So, um, and there you go. I know we're totally off topic now. Let's try to reel it back <laughs> in. Um, Jackie, our listeners are looking for photos of you. They're asking if we can share some pictures on the Midwest muscle and the uh, p for p uh, Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin Facebook pages. So if you're good with that, we'll have to uh, collaborate and uh, get some of the photos from your latest win so we can go ahead and post those out there for you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still waiting to get my professional ones, um, but we can definitely get something together and get some stuff posted. All right, awesome. So we will get him we will get him. I'm sorry. My mind is looking at the next question. We will get them out there, so don't worry, folks. I'm not quite sure when, but we'll try to get some uh, things out there sooner than later. And then uh, once Jackie gets her professional shots in, as long as she doesn't forget about us, we'll try to get those as a follow-up out there too. Um, I need to uh, digress for a minute because, you know, Jackie and I were talking about our weaker body parts but now Bill wants to know what is Kalen's body part that is difficult for him to build. Oh, thanks, Bill. Yeah. yeah. Let's have it. Let's have it. What's up with that? I thought this was bikini, love. I, I didn't know this was a Hey, stop stalling. Just answer the question. Just uh, answer the question. The question. Okay, answer it in a politically correct way. Black man. Oh, my goodness. Tonight. What? <laughs> Black man kryptonite. Legs. Don't it? Legs. Oh. <laughs> 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 it, um, I started out lifting with the backyard bench, and no uncle, cousin, friend, or anybody in the neighborhood ever had a leg press, squat machine, or anything else remotely close doing legs. So that was the least work. I mean, I, I, I would do cardio and stuff like that from sports, but as far as, like, weight lifting on the leg body part, nah, no. <laughs> no. And I think one of my most embarrassing moments was actually going to the swimming pool and taking my sweats off to get in get in my swimming trunks to get in the pool. And 
and it was a guy that was, uh, he had a couple of drinks in him, and he just let me know how uh, deficient my legs were, if that's the best way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I wouldn't have that, but I have no more. I started working late. <laughs> All right, and so to follow to follow that up, because I know Bill will want to know the answer to this too, how long of consistently working your legs did it take you to fill them out? I mean, you know, we're always working on continual improvement, but how long did it take yes. you to get to the point where you're like, man, okay, I think I've actually got something going here? Oh, that's a good question, and it took me a trip to Virginia to figure it out because I wanted to talk to the best of the best about things, and that was uh, Phil Ricardo Jr. And, and my question was, you know, I'm so far behind in the game. How can I improve? Like Des was saying, how do you get those to look like you actually do legs? Because, you know, uh, a muscle that's not worked at all takes a long time to develop because it's basically learning what the rest of the body has already figured out and graduated and gone to college for so, you know, it, it takes a lot of improvement, it takes a lot of progress, and it takes a lot of work. And it basically you've got to dig deep and basically put in extra days. With, and like Dad was talking about with the form, without good form, it's going to take even longer because injuries do occur much more often for the least worked uh, muscle group and joint. So there's a lot of things that could happen that didn't simply because, you know, if you want to learn to, to, to for better, then you got to get around the best. And at the time, I mean, I didn't see anyone with legs remotely close to what Rico was bringing to stage. And, I mean, just a phenomenal physique all around, but his legs are just uh, freakishly uh, shaped and formed because, believe it or not, that was his uh, weakest body part as well. So I said, if he can do it, then he knows how to do it, and he can probably teach me. So it took about a year, about two years, to get some kind of uh, defining look to it. Like you'll have muscular days, but you won't have definition until you work them correctly. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. All right. So, well, <laughs> there we digress again, Jackie. So I thank you for uh, being patient while Taylor and I <laughs> rattle you, off on our little tangents over here. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, shoot, but there you have it. So um, what advice would you have for individuals out there, ladies out there, actually anyone out there considering stepping on stage and they're not sure if this is something for them, what words of uh, motivation would you provide? Uh, I would tell them to just do it. Um, The one thing I think I hear the most is everyone always says, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Um, but I don't think you're ever you're ever gonna feel like you're ready. Um, so I'm, I would just tell them if you if you think you want to, if you think you're interested in it, just sign up and and commit. Just do it. Give it a try. Um, otherwise, you you might not ever step on stage. So just go for it. All right. Hashtag just do it. Uh, Dana <laughs> wants to know if uh, you have a favorite song that you love to listen to on those hard training days to pump you up. And if yes, oh what is it? Um, I don't have a specific song, but um, I actually have like a whole playlist of Panic at the Disco. I don't know if that's weird or not, um, but when I really get <laughs> so hard, I just like, <laughs> I just really play a lot of Panic at the Disco. I don't know how, why that gets me going, but that gets me really pumped up for some reason. 
Kaylin, what's your go-to song when you're when you're feeling a little droopy in the gym to pump you back up? Oh, I got two actually. One is for legs, of course, and because of uh, the Black Man's Kryptonite, I have Bittersweet Symphony, which is for oh, legs, no. and then for <laughs> upper body body parts, I'd use the the intro for the Blade song. That's for those tough days. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, and I, I don't say I don't have any one particular one, but whatever it is, it has to have a driving baseline. I like to uh, listen to um, a lot of Latino music. Also, I I have no idea what they're saying half the time because they're talking so loud and my Spanish or loud so quickly, and my Spanish isn't that great. But they always have an awesome beat. <laughs> So if it's fast moving and it's got a, a bumping bass line, that's what's going to get me through it each and every time. So um, I'll have to think about that. But, you know, that would be something we'd love to hear from you guys too. Be sure to uh, visit us on Midwest Muscle or P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin and let us know what your favorite workout tunes are. Now, I know you have them, and I know I always ask you to post, and you guys never do. So I think tonight is a great night for you to jump in there and make your first post on one of those pages and let us know what's on your playlist. I mean, really, would love to have that. And then we can share it next week. How fun would that be? We like interaction, not only in your questions, but if you interact with us on social media, we would love that also. So I'm just putting that little plug out there. Um, um, Let's see. How much – this question is from Bianca. How much freedom is gained from finally stepping on stage for the first time? I'm sorry, what was that one? It said, how much freedom is gained from finally stepping on stage for the first time? Oh, my goodness. Um, the confidence you gain just from stepping out the first time is insane. Um, it's just a huge relief. You just don't believe you're actually going to do it. And then you, I mean, I blacked out the first time, but still I came off the stage yeah. feeling like I was flying, like it was crazy that I actually stepped out on stage and, at least went through my tea walk in front of all those people. So, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a huge freedom. It's a huge confidence boost to do it. All right. Very cool. Kaylin, how, how, how did you feel after stepping on stage the first time? I was scared to death, to be honest. I mean, terrified. I, I, I was honestly just like my heart was beating a mile a minute because, this was a sport that I was not accustomed to seeing and I never pictured myself being involved in because at the time, you know, I was a little puny kid with no muscle. So it, it wasn't even a dream, you know, nothing in, in remotely close to the spectrum. So I didn't know what to think. I mean, the best way to say it, but I can tell you after stepping on stage, there is a freedom like you can't imagine because all fear goes away and it doesn't matter. The first time I stepped on stage, I didn't even, like like Jack was saying, I, I blacked out because all that mattered is that I did it. And I didn't care what the judges said. I, I really, my, my, if you look at some of my old pictures, I don't even know if I have them anymore. But my posing sucked. I mean, everything was just a blur. I, I think maybe I might have been talking. I remember 
like I got warned for talking to the guys in front of me because the posing was so bad and like worse than mine, and I was correcting them on stage. I mean, I, I just did anything you could think about doing that you shouldn't do. I did, and I just thank the judges for being so polite and 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 patient with me because I didn't ruin the show by being a complete idiot about you know uh, stage decorum and etiquette. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Well, you know what? Everybody has to start somewhere. Death was <laughs> and, there. And while Death I didn't black out, Death while I there. didn't black out, I was, um, I don't know. I think you I was too show? oblivious. Was I at that show? The one that I don't yes, remember you seeing you at? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's well, that I might so have glad. to be a conversation. <laughs> that was your first show? Yes, it was. Oh, my goodness. Now I wish I'd been paying closer attention, but I think I was just too <laughs> focused on what I needed to do. But there you go. Wow. Oh. All right, getting back to Jackie. We keep we keep splintering <laughs> off. <laughs> we'll have to do this another time. So, Jackie, I just want to share. So during the course of the show, we received a message for you from the Andersons, and they just want to say that um, – Thank you for being such an incredible ambassador for the natural sport of bodybuilding, especially in Michigan where it is so NPC dominant, at the moment anyway. It's pioneers like you and your team that are truly paving the way for future Michigan competitors to take the leap into the natural ranks and will become the driving force behind a spectacular resurrection of natural bodybuilding. So that message was just for you, and it's Aww. a definite pat on the back for being yeah. such a positive voice for the sport. Well, them thank you so much. I really love their show. I mean, it, we, we need more people like them. <laughs> you can tell them yourself. <laughs> yep. Well, I I'm guess sure, I can tell them over I'm the sure video, they're listening. Right? <laughs> well, thank you guys yeah, so much, sure and, and you know, thank you for putting on that show. I mean, it, it gave us the opportunity to compete and gave me an opportunity to go pro, and, and I really enjoyed it. Very nice, very nice. All right, Kaylin, you got the last question, the last word. Lay it on us. Okay, this one is for uh, the women that have to deal with uh, the parent that says, hey, you know, that's a really small outfit. How do you consider, you know, relating that to the, the more frugal parent that's a little more concerned about their daughter's well-being instead of, you know, the confident woman that's in the gym and just busting her, be- busting her behind and showing her best on stage? Oh, my goodness. My, that's actually my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom has a really hard time sporting this because so traditional so it's just really hard for her but um just in general I like my attitude towards that is that most people are turned off by because they don't understand I even have people that are even turned off um by how dark we have to be on stage they don't understand the purpose of the tan yes so the, oh the my people, goodness. yeah everyone's like why are you so dark and I'm like well there's there's a reason for it it's not like you just do it because it's fun um <laughs> but <laughs> But, um, I mean, for the most part, you just either have to be there to explain it to them and hopefully understand, or you just let it roll off your back, honestly. You know what the purpose is, and you know what your goal is, um, and there's always going to be haters. <laughs> so, 
I mean, explain it with those people who actually want to know. And other than that, just you know, put your head down and keep moving forward. You got to keep working hard and, and know why you're there and what your goal is. Um, and coming from you know my family, my mom doesn't understand. That's that's kind of where I'm at. Is I I just have to keep working hard and know what my goal in mind is. Amen to that, sister. So. And with the exception of your mom, because I'm not going to throw her in this group, but haters going to hate and potatoes going to potate, and we just keep moving on. Mm-hmm. So, because I know your mother still loves you dearly, even though she doesn't be understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> with all that being said, we're nearing the uh, the final minutes of the show, so which has gone by extremely fast. I know you didn't know if you were make it to the end or not, but here we are. <laughs> So yep. I'd like to uh, take this moment to uh, give you back the floor one last time to give shout-outs to anyone and everyone who's been there for you along this journey. All right. Well, I guess this is my time to not forget anybody, right? Um, so i got to send my shout-outs to my coach, first and foremost, he, Michael Gilmore. He stood by me the whole time, no matter how many times I gave him attitude. Um, and, you know, my opposing coach, Caitlin, who – built me up every single time I told her I was terrified to go on stage. And I want to say thank you to, to Beagle Fit for providing the gym and the love and the support and the family to get me through this. And um, definitely um, the uh, Anderson, thank you so much for putting on the show and for putting on a great show and just doing it for the love of the sport. And thank you guys for having me on the show. Of course, of course, Um, and thank you for taking the time to join us, and we wish you the best of luck on your pro debut, so uh, keep us posted, keep us posted, and don't forget, we promise to post pictures, pictures, so let's make sure that we get those so our... uh, our listeners can can see what all the hubbub is about, bub. All right. (laughs) All right. So thanks so much. Okay, Kaylin. Thank you. Aw, but I'm I'm gonna give you this moment, Snickerdoodle shout out, so we don't miss it. No, I can't do a Snickerdoodle shout out. I gotta do so jelly shout out because of you next week with uh, (laughs) your lady lady up in there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You better do a lot. We'll talk. We'll we'll see what they let me do. We'll talk about that more on Tuesday. But for now, on behalf of Jackie, Kaylin, myself, and the boys at P4P Muscle, your body is a temple, so let's build it. <laughs>